Scotty Braun here with the best combos of the past two weeks on Foul Territory. All of these full interviews are available on previous pods and on youtube.com slash at Foul Territory Show. No messing around. Let's jump right into it with Dodger slugger Max Muncy breaking down the most epic fail of a marriage proposal at Dodger Stadium, and it went viral. Hey, let me ask you about the dude that got absolutely dismantled on, on, the, po- on the proposal he tried doing. I mean... Listen, I mean, he got up there. This guy came out of nowhere, dude. They don't mess around with security at Dodger Stadium. That's, uh, That's awesome. you know, unfortunately, we we have a situation like that happen probably once a homestand. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that, the security team there, they get it taken care of very fast normally. Um, unfortunately, that guy just kind of put himself in a position to, uh, uh, you know, get, get hit-sticked right there. And uh, I think... Um, the, the overhead video where you see uh, Lourdes Gurriel kind of celebrating that proposing and then all of a sudden he puts his hands over his head. I think that's probably yeah. the perfect reaction that everyone had. It was kind of like, hey, this is awesome. This guy's proposing. And then, oh, my gosh. If you go on that field there, you will get hogtied and carried out of the stadium. It's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Former MVP Christian Yelich said Giancarlo Stanton's MVP party was better than his. Snoop was the X Factor. You know, I went to G's the year before. He had, I think he had Snoop Dogg at his, uh, which he, you know, he, he must have been busy because he didn't attend mine. But he, uh, <laughs> he had Snoop out there with his parents, everybody in the, in the club, in, in a club in Hollywood. It was a pretty good time, man. I, I, I enjoyed it and uh, we had a lot of fun. Anthony Rendon was suspended for grabbing a fan this week. Our guy Todd Frazier has a unique catchphrase to personally handle hecklers. People talk smack. You hear it all the time. For me and my personal, it's happened to me a bunch of times. I, you know, I, I told the guy to meet me after the game one time. As, as silly as that sounds and dumb as that sounds, you know, I got put in that situation. I kind of just blacked out. And then, you know, I finally figured out. I said, you know what? On a funny side, I said, listen, if there's a guy that talks smack to me, like gets in my face, whatever, like there, the situation. And when I come in the dugout, they always just, oh, Frazier, strike out again. And my, my famous words, now you get that same by, I said, your mother's a bad cook. And I'd walk <laughs> off. Congrats to Ken Rosenthal for launching his own show, Fair Territory, this past week. And here's Ken on Foul Territory talking about Commissioner Rob Manfred backtracking on his thoughts on analytics. For the commissioner to sort of turn on analytics is a little bit ironic, considering that a lot of the general managers, at least a handful of the general managers, who were, were part of this movement, came out of his office. His office didn't seem to mind when the starting pitching was being devalued and devalued in a financial way, and the way the game was going, they seemed to like it. Now, because it's essentially wrecked the sport, right, the aesthetic value of the sport, things are turning back around. Brewers all-star pitcher Brandon Woodruff helped us daydream about what a World Series win would look like for the Brew Crew. Oh, they'll burn they'll burn this place down if we win the World Series. And Crafty knows well in 18 going on that run. This place was um, it was pretty electric. And it was like that yesterday too, our home opener and uh, train hitting the grand slam and places going nuts. They're giving out little cowbells, so I feel like I'm back in Mississippi State and it's just going it's going crazy. Roof closed. We had a flyover with the roof closed yesterday. We kind of had it all. So, um, no, this place would go nuts if we want to walk here. Back to Todd Father with a ridiculous story on one way to not miss a minute of a ball game. 
funny story. You're going to get a kick out of this, Eric. You're going to love this because I can see you doing this. I had a buddy at Rutgers football games. You know, Rutgers football back in the day, we were struggling. Is he, for some reason, I can't. He, he wore an adult diaper uh, Come at on. the game, so he didn't have to go pee at the game. And I tell you what, man, I listen, you just take the thing off and you throw it. So he was literally watching it. Touchdown! He's like, just so you know, I'm peeing right now. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> listen, it was phenomenal. He'd go home, shower, and go back out and hit the road after a big win. I thought, I thought it was phenomenal. We asked Giants legend Buster Posey if he's making a comeback. I still love baseball. Like, I love everything about baseball. I watch baseball, you know, nonstop. And kind of why I'm thrilled to, to be in the role I am now with the Giants because um, it keeps me really connected to the team still. Um, and I feel like, you know, even though I'm not in the day-to-day, -day, <clears throat> still having a voice is nice. Um, but to be honest with you, I don't, I don't miss playing a ton. It just got to the point where, you know, I think we all get to it where it's like the it's diminished returns a little bit, you know, with uh, some of the, the prep work to get ready, the pain of the day-to-day. -day. And I, I hesitate saying it because I'm just so grateful for uh, the opportunity I had to play. White Sox ace Dylan Cease told us about his sweet stash that has elevated his game. How about, how about this guy, first of all, the pipes on him, and then the mustache. I saw a thing today, pre-mustache, post-mustache. Mustache? You're yeah. never cutting that thing off. It's a problem, I know. Never. Have you seen? Have you guys seen that? I haven't his, seen it. His pre-stash versus post-stash stats are like, I don't know, 10 and 15 with like a four and a half, and then post-stash is like 20 and four. With a sub two? Yeah, with a sub two. I'm like, he's never cutting with and a million strikeouts, no walk, so he's never gonna cut the mustache. Would, would a beard would a beard still apply though? Like what no, if you just I, had I had a beard and didn't work? So the, it's only mustache. That that superpower is only the mustache. Yeah, and it makes sense because my dad has one, my half monkeys have them, so it's just it's just a genetic thing, you know. SI's Stephanie Epstein delivered this strange story about the multi-billion dollar Yankees franchise being sneaky cheap about one key utility. Yeah, a player last year uh, mentioned in an interview during the playoffs, they were sort of a muted celebration after they beat the Guardians and then, you know, because they were onto the Astros. And I said something, it seems like you guys are really already onto the next round. And the player said, yeah, I think I'm going to buy the Wi-Fi tonight and start studying. And I was like, I'm sorry, you're going to what now? You play for the New York Yankees. Like, I have to buy the Wi-Fi. You don't have to buy the Wi-Fi. And he was like, no, we do. We have to buy the Wi-Fi. AJ Pruszynski and Todd Frazier reassured us that calling an ump a D-bag never works out well, which is what Manny Machado did this past week. Yeah, you shouldn't have to talk about umpires. Like a catcher, right? Kratzy, if a catcher has a good day, you never notice he's back there. And if an umpire has a good day, you never notice he's there and everyone just goes about their business. But you can't call an umpire a douchebag. I've tried and it usually gets you run. What's the line? Listen, you it say depends on what umpire you have, honestly. Like, there's guys that you could go after and they'll come back at you, but I've never said I've never said that word before. Um, I, I told an umpire, you, you, got no, you, got no, you got no balls. Like, I told him, like, where are you at today, you know? Um, <laughs> and did you get tossed I or no? Oh, yeah. I did. You did get tossed. Yeah. So that's not as bad that as That was after guy. the fact. I told him that he missed two pitches by like two feet, three in a row. I said, you, <laughs> And you freaking screwed me. 
Eric Kratz broke some news this week on FT Live by letting Royals pitcher Ryan Yarborough know that he was tipping his pitches in 2020. Well, since he's not playing anymore, I'll let you know. Okay. He could see a tip, and that's why he absolutely racked you to left field okay. all the time. <laughs> this guy, I was like, oh man, are you kidding me? That's, that's actually kind of funny, but I'm gonna have to go back and look at this now. My gosh. Oh man, it was it was like it was. I remember I remember he got put in the lineup and he's like, yeah, this is gonna be great. I'm gonna wreck this guy and nobody else could see the tip. I don't know if it was from the left side that you could see it better. And he goes, oh, we're gonna kill him. We're gonna kill him. I think we had three hits and he had all three of them. It was yeah, probably for a homer too. Like I think uh, I threw a CD against them one year and I think he had a homer off that game. <laughs> it's AJ take time. A player is pissed off about Fernando Tatis Jr. playing in the minors during his steroid suspension, and AJ is on his side. There was a tweet showing the homer, and then he, Cade McClure, who gave up the homer, sent this tweet out. Star, star, cheater hits a home run on a rehab assignment during a steroid suspension. Wow, wow shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you didn't show the, 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 the tweet before that, Scotty, that said, hey, Caden McClure will never forget giving up. You can always tell his grandkids he gave up a home run to Fernando Tatis, and then he fired back with a cheater, gets hits a home run on me on a steroid suspension. Listen, Kay, good for you, man, because people forget this stuff. We, we kind of talked about this a little bit before, Eric. But, man, listen, I don't understand why, guys, if you're suspended for that long, you should have to start your rehab to get ready after the suspension. I've had this argument with the, the union before, and I don't understand. Why can he play in all these games? He's... He's suspended what, just because he's playing in AAA. That's the same thing. Like, make these guys sit out their suspension and then they have to come back and not be ready. It costs their team even more. And I understand they're going to say, well, you know, you, you can't control that or whatever. But yeah, you can suspend them the full, whatever the suspension is, and then make them start the rehab assignment because then people, that's just even more of an incentive to not be a cheater. Yankees reliever Tommy Canley loves rookie teammate Anthony Volpe. I mean, the kid's great, man. He, uh, he's like, you know, the young kid keeps his head down, smile on his face. He, uh, and he, he's a hell of an athlete, man. I'm watching this kid, I'm like, fuck, this kid's fucking good. <laughs> Mariner's second baseman Colton Wong was feeling bad for the shift, stealing hits from Freddie Freeman, but that's not a problem anymore. Now, take it even a step further where you can show off the range and the athleticism. So, what do you think about the shift restrictions? Dude, I love it, man. I do. I think it just brings back the pureness of the game, bro. You can't take away all these hits from these guys. Oh, man, Freddie Freeman used to line up to me in, in short right all the time, and I feel so bad, dude, catching his line trucks. He's going to me like 106, and I'm right here just, sorry, Freddie. Got you, bud. You know, it's just like, God. If a guy does that good in a big league game, bro, you cannot take away a line drive in short right field. It just hurt me. FT host Eric Kratz passed along the nickname of the year to Yankees all-star catcher Jose Trevino for his battery mate Clark Schmidt. How is how is Pisa Schmidt looking? Is he is he fully healthy? Is he pretty is he ready to go? I love that. I, I, hold up. Let's before you, you find out anything <laughs> about Schmidt doing uh, the nickname. I oh that's to. my Oh, I've had that. We were at the alt site. And I would call him Piece of Schmidt all the time. And I couldn't tell if he liked it or not because he was kind of reserved and like, so. Hey, you, know, you know what I'm going to do today? I'm actually going to take a mountain visit. I'm going to take a mountain visit in the uh, second or third? Yeah. Second or third yeah. inning? 
and I'm just gonna be like, hey, you piece of schmidt. It's never too early for Otani trade season. Here's our insider, Ken Rosenthal, to the rescue. I do expect they're going to be a better team, and I do expect that they'll at least on July 15th or so have a shot at the wild card still. Now, if they don't, and that is really what is fueling all this, the possibility that they might go out of contention, I do imagine that they would entertain a trade, and they probably could make a really good trade, even though at that point Otani would be a rental player available for just two months and possibly a third month in the postseason. But if they were going to do that, they should have done it last summer. Mariners stud reliever Paul Sewald pitches like a closer, but he's not a closer. Are you officially the closer? Do we know this? Has Scott Service announced this yet? We do not have official closers in Seattle. We have eight high leverage relievers and we're gonna switch everybody out and everybody's gonna pitch. And uh, we feel like that's been the recipe to our success the last two years. And um, you know, Mooney's gonna get some, Brash is probably gonna get some, I'm gonna get a lot, um, but there's, we're gonna pass them around and, and we're gonna make sure that everybody's fresh so that in October, everybody, you know, nobody's gassed. And um, you know, that's just the way we do it. We try to match up to make sure that, you know, Mooney has whoever he's supposed to have, I have whoever I'm supposed to have, and you know, if that's the best matchup to make sure we win, then that's what we're gonna go with. AJ is utterly confused about any A's to win the West bets, and so am I. Yeah, but somebody must have thrown down on the Oakland A's just in case. Yeah, some drunk dude in crazy. Vegas was like, oh, 100 bucks, I'm an A's fan. <laughs> yeah. That drunk at a Raiders game was like, ah, oh, 100 bucks. 100 bucks, it's way more than that if they're the liability. I mean, somebody clearly, or a collection of people, put down enough money that it's going to put liability on True. Vegas. There is a group of people, or one, that are dumb enough to think that the Oakland A's can win a division this year. Yeah, because everyone gets drunk and they're like, watch this, I'm going to put 10 bucks down on the A's because uh, who, who cares, it's 10 bucks. Hawk Harrelson made headlines with his, I didn't retire, I got fired, media news. No, people, you know, said, you know, how you like retirement and everything, and you know, I, I'll call, occasionally I'll call him back and, and I told him I didn't retire. I got retired. You know? mm. Happens all of us at some point. Exactly. Well, happens all I of us. got fired is what it boils down it, to. It happens all of us. You know, and uh, and I'm sure that they they will deny that. But it's, it's what led up to that and everything else is going to be interesting. Did you know that Cardinals closer Ryan Helsley runs out to Hell's Bells? I had like the nickname on the back of Hell's Bells, and I hadn't picked up a walk-up song until the, that day, and they actually chose it for me when I came out of the bullpen, and it was Hell's Bells, and it just stuck ever since. And um, this past year, later in the year, they came up to me and were like, hey, we want to do some stuff with the lights, and maybe flash them, turn them off when you come in. Is that okay? Like, will it bother you? And um, I was like, yeah, do whatever you want. You know, I'm dialed in on the game. I'm not really paying attention to what else is going on, you know, and focused on who I'm about to face. and. I said that and then they turned off the lights, you know, and it got me hyped up even a little more and had to take a couple extra seconds before I threw the first pitch. I felt like I was about to, you know, lift off the ground. I was so amped up, so, um, but it, it's a lot of fun in there. The place goes nuts. Um, it's, it's a sick setting for sure. AJ and Kratz said, hell no. That tune is for Trevor Hoffman only and Paul Seawald agrees. Would you ever take an ex, let's say, Hall of Fame closer song? Um. I think if there's there's like lots of songs that are available. I would say Hell's Bells is not available. 
and enter Sandman are like, those are off limits for anyone. Yes, thank you. Say, like, thank you. We had Ryan limits. Helsley on and he comes out to Hell's Bells and I said, it's copyright infringement. That's <laughs> Trevor Hoffman's song forever. Stop it. Yeah, I think those two guys, like they more than have that intro like done. That's, I feel like those two are off limits. About any, anybody else's is pretty much fair game in my opinion as a reliever. Trevor and Mariana, like, those are, those are pretty unique. Podfather has the boldest home run champ pick of the year. What are you doing? If, you, if you've got one, I give you a hundred bucks. Where are you going here? You think there's good money somewhere? Listen, all those guys are great. I'm going off the board, okay? Woo. Guy that just got traded to a new team. The park is smaller. He's just gonna lift and separate this ball, hit it 300 feet into the Crawford box. I'm going Jose Abreu as the home run leader this year. We gotta find out what his odds are and we can make some big bucks. Damn. I'm going off the board. Going Man, off the wait, board. You're going, not, you're going not off the board. You're going off the planet. Back to Colton Wong on bigger bases, leading to more stolen backs. Todd wants to know if four and a half inches is huge or not. <laughs> to me, it That's is. He, to you, it is? Yeah. <laughs> My man, baby. I love that. Cardinals beat writer Katie Wu is fortunate to cover the rookie season of future superstar Jordan Walker. So tell us about the, the, the Walker thing with him getting called up. I mean, was it expected? We all saw the videos. It was amazing how Ollie Marmel did it and they were all in there. But was this expected or was this probably a year ahead of his time? You know, I think when the Cardinals went into spring training, their president of baseball ops, John Mazalock, was pretty honest in saying, Jordan had every opportunity to make the club. It was just a matter of what he could do performance-wise, um, which I think Jordan certainly proved that within the first couple of weeks. I mean, I saw this dude hit a 460-foot home run uh, in Palm Beach, and it was just kind of evident there. Like, balls off the bat don't make that sound if you're a normal human. This is not a normal human. Baseball America's J.J. Cooper pointed out a story about the A's not feeding their minor leaguers properly, no surprise, but change is coming. One of the things that stuck out to me, the advocate for minor, for minor leaguers posted a photo of a sandwich from an A's minor league team. You know, like, this is what we're getting as a meal tonight. And basically, it looked like it was a straight out of the Fry Festival. And immediately, you know, the A's put out a release that say, we apologize, that, that caterer has been, uh, you know, canned, we're going to improve this, all that. One more from Jose Trevino, who likes his chances this season. Where are you guys going to finish this year? What do you mean? We're going to be holding the trophy. <laughs> That's it. Hey. We're going to be holding hey. the trophy. Okay, well, just FYI, we had Susan Wallman on, and she said the Astros. Yeah, I heard about that. That trophy. So I don't yeah, know. I heard, I, yeah, I heard. I heard about that. I heard about that. That'll be. I'll talk to Susan. I'll talk okay. to Susan about that. <laughs> What a week on FT Live. Next week, we'll have a special show on Friday to celebrate Jackie Robinson Day. But also next week, we are announcing new hosts. Kratzy, you're out. That's it, man. You had a good run for a month. Wait, wait. For real? Because the only person that got out this week was whoever Todd threw that one strike to because AJ didn't throw a strike. <laughs> Appreciate that, big ball. It's going to be a fun week next week. Yeah, we're adding people to the roster. Can't wait to announce it. We'll see you then.